Bienvenidos a la vecindad. Voy a las malandrinas. Ay, oh, I let you say wow. by yourself. Wow. You look so concentrated. Wow. I didn't want to interrupt your concentration. Wow. Okay, rewind. <laughs> I'll do it again. Go ahead. Bienvenidos a la vecindad. We wow. are las malandrinas. <laughs> No, I have to rewind the cassette again. Yeah, this, this is very time-consuming. Ready? Uh, okay. Bienvenidos a la vecindad. Like you were ready to go, like you were so professional you were the today. One <laughs> I think it's the tajin. I think. Oh, it's... And there we go. I finally got <laughs> You're not even joking. It has its effect somehow, and right now it's affecting me somehow because we can't even get the intro correctly. You know. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> This is the final round. <laughs> what the fuck? Is I this a fight or something? <laughs> final round. <laughs> fight. I literally cracked my neck. And you start laughing. <laughs> okay, I'll stop. Bienvenidos a la vecindad. We are las malandrinas. No, no. That was you. No, no. no. Breaking generational trauma. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> this is supposed to be a serious episode. Me preparing for the seriousness. I don't know. We we lost everybody at this point. I think after three minutes left. Yeah, they're like, left. um, no, they're unprofessionals. <clears throat> Breaking generational trauma through cheese made cheeses. There. Oh my and god. See, that was it. That's a rap. That's a fucking rap. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so if you've stayed tuned three minutes into that thing, we appreciate you. Yeah. Um, today's episode, we're continuing the conversation about our previous episode. So if you haven't listened to that, you could. It's up to you. I don't know. I don't know what your day consists of when you listen to us. But we're there. We're here. We're everywhere. Um, <laughs> you gonna say something else? Uh, no, that was. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> My phone.
one just fucking decided to jump off the fucking this though. Okay. What is it? What is this called? What is this part called? Sepa. The armrest of the door. A. <laughs> Whatever this is called, but it looked it looked like my phone just like jumped like that. Look like. That's what I did. <clears throat> Anyways, sorry, I interrupted. I don't even know what I was saying. I'm gonna have to rewind the cassette and then follow through. <laughs> so I was saying that <laughs> the, our previous episode. No, don't look at me. I'm not. <laughs> look at I should me. get like a curtain to put in between us <laughs> that way we don't look at each other because then we just start laughing. Um, I'm literally covering my eyes. <laughs> I know. I saw that. <laughs> what? Don't look at me. <laughs> oh, boys. <laughs> Go on. No, yeah. So the previous episode is my body, my choice, mm-hmm. and it became kind of like a long episode. It's forty-five minutes or so. Mm-hmm. So then we're continuing a little bit off of that and uh, discussing a few other pieces. I think that goes along with that conversation. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we didn't take notes, and we haven't really been structured. If you think that we are in other episodes thanks yeah we try (laughs) so i guess i'm just gonna say what i have in mind because Mm -hmm. i was trying to make sense of it on how to do the transition and then i'm like i am you know i'm just gonna say Mm -hmm. so i guess the other pieces to that conversation my body my choice we were talking about fat phobia but also i guess to merge those together is thinking about well, what we were saying is since early on, since childhood, we hear conversations about our bodies um, from <clears throat> the adults in our lives and or even society, you know, it yeah. doesn't even just have to be like the adults in our lives. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so part of that también is like... I just I can't think of the words. That's why I can't say it. Como que they want us to grow up so fast from being kids, <clears throat> like being these little girls and mature already faster? mature faster. Like um, mentally, or what do you mean? Mentally, but even just by like objectifying us, mm-hmm. you know, because then within that it's so normalized, especially in our cultura, that mm-hmm. we can start dating older men than us yeah or older guys than us Mm -hmm. at such a young age it's like being 12 and then we're dating a fucking high schooler or some shit yeah which i did Mm -hmm. um but that shit is so normal when it shouldn't be and then i mean now i reflect back on it because I hear the conversations with, like, my mom and her sisters and just, like, my, their mom before that, how young they were when they got with their partners at the time. And they were so fucking young. Like, they were teenagers. Mm. <clears throat> and then I'll ask, like, what's the age difference? And I'm like, oh, God, you know? Like, you were a fucking baby, and your partner was a whole-ass adult. Yeah. 
it's so disturbing to think mm-hmm. about. <clears throat> so I think that's why I couldn't really come to like that conversation yet. Mm-hmm. Because I'm still like thinking about it. How normalized it's become, but it's so wrong in so many ways. Mm-hmm. And then it makes me think about honestly just a lot of the conversations that we've had. Yeah, this is not so conversations that we recorded sometimes it's just behind the scenes amongst us or it's just a brief it's not even like a whole ass conversation sometimes it's just like these comments that we make back and forth mm-hmm. all of that i got to experience it during when i was vacationing and talking to like my tias about certain topics <clears throat> and it's like i could have those conversations but at the same time there's missing pieces to that like I could have those conversations with you and you, we could go back and forth about it and discuss like how wrong it is, the effects of it. Like we dissect it in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Whereas with like family members, it's just kind of like, oh yeah, mm-hmm, like I agree or oh, I hadn't thought about that. Or very like minimal, you know, maybe they have to process Dismissive it. as well though. Yeah, también. I mean, maybe sometimes they have to process it. Maybe they don't. Maybe it's easier for them to just not even second, second guess it, I guess. guess it, or think about it ever again. You know. Mm-hmm. So like, oh, I had that conversation with her. Yeah. But it's like for us, we're dissecting it in so many ways, and so I hope honestly that for those of you that listen to us, that you're open to doing the same mm-hmm. because, like, yeah, as much fun as we could have, like we do laugh and like bullshit and stuff like when it comes to the topics that we're introducing especially the serious ones like these are deep conversations that we had with each other and maybe they're not um i don't know perfectly packaged or whatever the fuck Mm -hmm. the way we present it on a podcast that also is limited time Mm -hmm. but we do have these conversations for a reason because we are trying to break generational traumas like we're not yeah. joking when we say that. It's a constant thing that we're um, focusing on in our mm-hmm. daily lives. <clears throat> so, I don't know. I pass the mic on to you now. <laughs> no, like this. This was uh, a conversation I had the other day. I'm not gonna say with who because I know they're gonna they listen to this and they're gonna want it to be private. Mm-hmm. Um to an elder in my family the other day i'm not gonna say which family whether it be our side or yeah my side i just said my family but i mean could be anyone um i was talking about it with them and it's like oh you know like oh my how crazy is that like who knew we would be having this this conversation because i didn't i didn't know we were going to be talking about this this week we didn't huh until like yesterday until yesterday yeah Wait, Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday. Yesterday. This is pre-recorded, by the way. Yeah, true, 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 true. Um, yeah, we were talking about, like, age differences and stuff like that. So, when I was 10-ish, <clears throat> yeah, no. Okay, yeah, yeah, because me and one of my brothers are 10 years apart. Oh, no, not 10 years, what the fuck, no, five, <laughs> You know which brother I'm talking about. No, I don't know. Just kidding. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, me and my brother, one of my brothers, sorry. You have like um, 10 siblings. 
make this face like wait do i i don't know i don't know if i do that's actually a good question do i I mean, the, yeah, the one will never know because I don't know either. <laughs> anyways, sorry, anyways. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm so crying. Wait, do you want the last pepino? No, go for it. Okay. Um, yeah, so we were having a conversation about like age differences and stuff. So mm -hmm. me, oh, wait, no, sorry. Me and two of my brothers are five years apart, but I'm talking about one specifically. Mm -hmm. um, so we're five years apart. Um, and has, yeah, I mean, people, you know, you grow up with crushes and stuff or whatever. So anyways, my brother would bring his friends around mm -hmm. and I was a kid. So I had like a crush on one of his friends and stuff. And I remember my brother telling me like, like, ah, you know, like. I see, I see my friends as my brothers, uh -huh. so you better see them as, as <clears throat> your brothers, too. Yeah. Like, you know, giving me, like, a, like, regañándome, mm -hmm. but also dándome como un consejo, kind of. You get it? Because it's, like, you should not see them as, like, oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> That is meant to be because he's right there. He already knows. We have to interrupt because I need to go. Okay, okay. Over there. We're pausing. We're pausing. Temporary break. Go, as go. Okay, I'm back with my Lupe. Thank you for joining me on that quick journey. This has been two, three, four, five episodes away since I've been craving it. He <laughs> finally se me hizo el lotero came directly to In our driveway. driveway. Yeah. Como que he sensed it from far away. Yo le dije, you know, I'm so happy you're here because I missed you last time. He's like, no, es que a veces se me hace tarde. And I'm like, yeah. I get it. No, yeah. 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 <laughs> I get it, but I think he just like. He felt, felt it. Yeah, he felt That energy mm -hmm. of like, damn it. No he visto esme. You know, mm -hmm. and him and me go way back, you know. No, yeah. He so, called you era. Like. It does not him, actually. Oh, no. <laughs> I was bullshitting about that. No. This oh guy, my god! So here yeah, I was. Not about the wedding. No, that was a, a true story. But that was the older guy. Oh, oh, this was the younger guy. Antes, uh -huh. This oh, is no, the no, younger no, guy, no, no, and that's he's what... probably like, I've only encountered him like a couple times, four times now, or something. Yeah. Obviously, four memorable times because he came to the driveway today. Like, <laughs> I know that she buys and I love it here, and it's been a while. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just so happy right now when you were that like, <laughs> yes, I'm so, you know? I'll let you talk while I munch. Thank you for listening and goodbye. I think I even said paletero too. So it was a elotero. <laughs> oh, yeah, the elotero. Um, um, About your brother? Oh, yeah. So my brother had told me like, oh, you know, I view them as my brothers. Mm -hmm. so you should view them as your brothers too and so in my head at the time I was like what the fuck like let me have a crush on whoever I want to have a crush on uh, mm -hmm. whatever because I'm a little kid I don't know what the fuck that means you know I don't know what that means but what he was trying to tell me is like don't you know 
because they're older. Like, don't date them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm pretty, and oh, no. And I know he's had, like, conversations with that, um, with his then friends. Because mm-hmm. I, they don't come around anymore. It's been it's some been years. Years. Yeah. Um, but I know he's had conversations with them, like, that's my little sister, you know, like, boundaries, set like boundaries. There's quest. some code there. Yeah, I I know for sure, because um, <clears throat> they had even said to like like they would, <laughs> and they were like my brothers too, because they'd be like, oh, you know, like, um, you better not get a boyfriend. This isn't that, like, because you know I'm a little kid. They don't, you know, uh-huh. just. Don't be doing dumb shit is what they would tell me. Like, don't be doing dumb shit, my mom. Like, okay. But now I get it. Back then, I didn't get it. I was a kid. Yeah. But they were just trying to teach me, like, don't be stupid. Date people your own fucking age, you know? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it makes sense, too, because I was, like, when, when this happened, I think I was in middle school and they were already in high school like junior year or some bullshit so it makes sense or wait sophomore year something i don't know but they were in high school already so it makes sense plus what the fuck would i be doing dating a fucking high schooler when i'm in fucking middle school you know mm-hmm. but it was just a little crush that i had you know? <laughs> but yeah so i get it oh yeah so the reason why I brought that up is because me and this elder were having a conversation about that. Like, oh, did you have, like, any crushes growing up and stuff like that? And I was like, yeah, like, a couple, like, one of them being, you know, one of my brother's friends. And they're like, why didn't you go for it? Why didn't you go for it? You know, this is and that. And I'm like, because, you know, my brother told me no. And I, and I was like, but now I get it, like. I was a little kid. These motherfuckers were already in high school. Um, and so they were like, oh, like, like how many years or whatever were you guys, like, apart? And I was like, no, five. But that's a, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, oh, no, you should have just went for it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, huh? And I was like, no, yeah, you, like, that's nothing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck are you, what? Like, I'm like, what do you mean that's nothing? It's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, like, that's literally nothing. And I'm like, that's five years. I was 10. They were already fucking 15 <laughs> or whatever the fuck, you know? Yeah. And the, no, wait, if I was 10, oh, then I was probably like in fifth grade then. Yeah, that, that's Never how mind. fucking normalized it is, though. Oh, my, oh, my God. <sighs> I was in elementary school then. Because I remember being 10, having this conversation. So what did I say earlier? You want me to rewind the Yes, rewind cassette? the cassette. So I said earlier about how when we're little mm-hmm. girls mm-hmm. in our cultura, they're already teaching us mm-hmm. all of these things. Like, not just... I'm not saying just teaching us, you know, and objectifying us, but they're treating us like we have to be so mature. Like, why is that a mature conversation to have with a 10-year-old? Why is that normal to tell a 10-year-old? No, 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 no. This conversation No, I know that this conversation happened later, 
But at yeah. 10, ya te estaban diciendo, like, like, even if it's not 10, right? Even if it's just you're a little girl. Mm. And this starts fucking early. Mm, excuse me. Uh-huh. Um, you know, but that by the time that you got to 10 to have a crush that was five years older than you, mm-hmm. in some way, was already presented to you for it to be normal. Oh, yeah. Because so early on, nos están diciendo... Oh, how cute. You have a crush on ta-da-da. Mm-hmm. This person has a crush on you. And you're fucking four or whatever. Yeah. And people are like, that's so cute. You know? And then when I say people and stuff like that, that's only cute, though, if they want, if you're a girl and they want you to date a guy. Because that wouldn't be cute if you're like, I have a crush on a girl. Yeah. At four or whenever, right? That wouldn't be like, a no, conversation. Es tu amiga. Es tu amiga. Uh-huh. Like, what are, yeah. yeah. Like, already it would be like, what the fuck are you talking about? You should be liking a boy. Mm-hmm. And that's how early on it starts. And that's how normal Homophobia. it become. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, how about you just don't have those fucking conversations with kids? Like, what? With the fucking you, child. Yeah. Well, within you makes you think that that should be a conversation. Where did that come from? Because it didn't come from just you. Mm-hmm. Somebody else taught that to you. That I'm not saying you specifically. I'm saying like the <laughs> yeah. listeners, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Yeah, and those are just thoughts that I had, like as I was growing up and being a mother. Mm-hmm. And then thinking about my kids. And I'm like, ew. Like, why would you make those comments towards my kids? Mm-hmm. Because some comments have been made like that, you know? And it's disturbing. But then I totally see that difference that my kids are boys. Mm-hmm. Obviously, for them, it's more of like a, Oh, va a ser bien mujeriego. Y mira con oh esos ojos. Y que chulada. Y que belleza. Y mm-hmm. Y va a tener a todas las mujeres que quiera porque están bien preciosos. And, you know, like, all these things that they say about boys. Like, they could get all the women that they want. And then that's where I come in. I'm like, well, what if they like boys? Oh. They, no, they're no. fucking shit. Yeah. Like, how dare you just make this conversation uncomfortable? It's like, bitch, you made the conversation uncomfortable mm. for even mentioning any of that. But it's become so normal that they just don't see it like that. Like, no, yeah, we're this is a, a cute conversation we're having with kids. It's not fucking cute. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, so alongside of those conversations of all of that being normalized, mm-hmm. then it becomes a struggle for us as we're growing up because nos están enseñando that it's okay for older guys to have a say about us and our whatever they decide is uh, beauty about us or whatever they decide is cute about us Mm -hmm. or you know to the point where like because it's so normalized we don't even know how to have a say when there's discomfort Mm -hmm. you know if we're getting looks from these older guys Mm -hmm. <clears throat> we don't even know how to be like, don't look at me. Like, to advocate for ourselves because that's not taught to us. Mm-hmm. It's taught, you're cute, you're, like, pretty to look at. Guys are going to look at you. They're going to give you attention. Take it because that's what you want in life. 
and it's like being little girls what the fuck do we know if that's what we want or not mm-hmm. so yeah um part of this conversation we were also talking about how or when we were kind of going over our notes mm-hmm. we said pedophilia and we said what was the other one sexuality Sexuality. Yeah, so, so we just had like these kind of um like the way we express we ourselves. I think that's what we meant by sexuality. Or something like that. Yeah, but right? yeah, because I was like, why are we talking about the pedophilia one? Like how yeah. how were we gonna start that conversation? Mm-hmm. But um it goes along with this what we were saying, how you know, because it starts so early on like that. And there are pedophiles, and in our families, mm-hmm. um, we didn't know how to like stop that, mm-hmm. or we still don't know how to stop it, mm-hmm. even now, you know, because these motherfuckers are still out there and they're still existing, and people are still um, protecting them, protecting them, and they just get to go on and live on with their fucking lives, being the abusive pieces of shit that they are without anybody making their lives a living hell like they have for some of us mm-hmm. so i don't know where i was going with that it just got me really fucking mad no yeah. thinking about it um take on the mic while i eat my <laughs> no, yeah going continuing with that they're they're protected in the family and it's just like like, why do you protect them that much? Like, even if there are incidents already that, you know, family members have come, um, how do you say? Uh, forward and said, you know, this person makes me uncomfortable or, you know, this is what happened. Ah, sorry. This is what happened. They're still protected. Mm-hmm. Whether, um, mm-hmm. no, keep going, keep going. Sorry, because for many of them, like how you said, oh, <clears throat> Sorry, I don't know what you said. It's just I had this thought. On I my said mind. people coming forward, like family members coming forward, oh, like the oh. forward part, yeah. Mm-hmm. That then, when we do come forward, mm-hmm. it's not even like oh, thank you for coming forward. I appreciate you sharing that with me. It becomes, why didn't you tell me earlier? Why didn't you speak up earlier? Why didn't you say anything when it happened? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, for me, for example, when it happened that a fucking pedophile who was married to one of my tias abused me as a kid, Mm -hmm. I was eight. Like, how the fuck was I supposed to say something when I was eight? And, you know, again, going back to some of the things that we've said, Mm -hmm. it's that normalization of like, oh, well, you should want to be chuliada. You should want to get that attention. And it's like, even though I heard that and I was eight, that was not where my mind was at. I was mm-hmm. a fucking child. And for me, it was like at that time, I was a kid. And we talked about like the whole fat phobia that me in the previous episode. I was a chubby kid. Mm-hmm. That means I had thick legs, which I still do. Mm-hmm. That means at the time, like my breasts were developing, you know, all these changes with my body happening and for me my comfort has always been like I would wear shorts I would wear my sneakers I would wear my shirt oh but yeah because I was wearing shorts I was showing off too much leg I was showing off too much skin it's like are you fucking kidding me I'm a kid Mm -hmm. 
And from that, instead of being protected, instead of being guided, instead of fucking an adult paying attention to what the fuck was happening, you know, even though they did have questions at the time, and having the expectation that I was going to advocate for myself and speak up for myself at that time, Mm -hmm. it's like, how could you have that expectation when at the same time you're constantly feeding me all this garbage for me to just be calladita porque así me veo más bonita and you know, have a man give me some kind of attention. Mm-hmm. That it's like, this was someone that I fucking trusted. Mm-hmm. This was a man that I trusted, that I was comfortable being around because this was family to me. And I didn't think, oh, my own fucking family, someone that I care about, mm-hmm. is going to take advantage of me as a fucking kid. You know, because that within itself, you know, I don't know how people consider pedophilia, what the fuck they think about when that comes to mind. Se les imagina something like super fucking crazy, wild story, you know, that they imagine. Like, it's this guy that's just living in a esquina de la mm-hmm. calle and he's just gonna, I don't know, where jump out and touch a kid inappropriately. It's, it's like, like no, no, it's your own fucking people, you know, mm-hmm. that you're so comfortable with because this motherfucker groomed me. He knew what the fuck he was doing. And when I was old enough to finally speak up, because that abuse happened at age eight, I spoke up at age 14 as a curious fucking teenager in a health class where then that became like reported to my parents. And then the family found out instead of like having the support and shit at the time, it just became about me and speaking up and and why it took me so long. Why did it take five years or whatever the fuck? Mm-hmm. And they couldn't believe it because I used to love going to the house and being around that tia and being around that family. And it's like, yeah, I did love all of that because, again, I thought I was in the comfort of family. I didn't know that this fucker was staring at me and thinking otherwise when he was sober or when he was drunk. It doesn't matter because people want to make excuses for these fucking monsters mm-hmm. of like how they should be and how they should be acting and how the girl should take it and it's like a girl shouldn't fucking take it that should not be put on us on how we should and could and whatever be thrown our way you know it's abuse call it what the fuck it is acknowledge it and then have fucking hold the person responsible like accountable for their fucking actions mm-hmm. and instead that's not happening Instead, it's like, what, I'm fucking about to be 32, and yet this still lives on with me, and yet I still get to see that he gets to live in the comfort of his home with his family, with my tia that still chooses to be by his, by his side, knowing how the fuck he is, who the fuck he is, as if it's only been me that he's abused. Y ahora donde está en su cama, echándose a perder, podriéndose en vida, because he smokes, he drinks. He got surgery recently. And who's the one that's taking it? Her. And for me, it's like, good. Mm-hmm. He will probably have a miserable fucking death. And I don't give a fuck if that makes people uncomfortable, but I hope it is that. I don't care if that makes people uncomfortable because for me to be still almost 32 and still carry this fucking shit and still have to figure out all that trauma on my own because people don't fucking speak up still and are still making these assholes comfortable in life. You know, like 
there's people that speak up. There's kids that speak up. There's teenagers that speak up. As adults, we speak up. Y siempre una pinche excusa, pues no porque es muy dramática, pues es bien mentirosa, pues yo no le creo. Um, es que él no es así. Él es muy bueno conmigo. Mm -hmm. Él se porta bien conmigo. Yo no lo imagino así. All these excuses all the time. He's a certain way and she's the one in the wrong. Mm -hmm. So it's like, ask yourself, if this is in your family, in your friendships, whatever the fuck, if these are people you're surrounded by, and there's people that came out to accuse somebody about something, and you still want to shut it down, ask yourself why it's easier to shut that shit down, somebody coming up and speaking up for it, than actually holding the other person accountable, and questioning them, and making that person uncomfortable, as to why they're the ones that are fucking grooming children and shit. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to eat my elote now and enjoy that. Yeah. Um, yeah. When you do say that too, cuando dices there's like multiple people or just, you know, or just people or people within the family that have come forward and said, you know what, this is what they did to me. And, you know, this is how I feel about it. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not comfortable going around. It's like, oh, pues, it's a family member. Or, as you said, it's like, no, pues, they will never do that. They will never, you know, this is that. Or it's like, blame you. Like, how dare you say that about your family member like that? Like, you should be on their side. Or, like, it's, it's like, a, how dare you? Like, a, how dare you accuse them of doing such a thing? Mm -hmm. And it's just like, what the fuck? Like, Believe me first, dude. Like, what the fuck? And I know I'm never going to say say who because it's their story and they deserve to tell it. Mm -hmm. You know, and I don't have permission to tell their stories. But it's like, that's why you don't see me hanging around some family members. Mm -hmm. That's why you don't see me like, like, oh, Marimar, how so-and-so? It's like, fuck if I know. Because I'm not around that person. Yeah. I'm not going to be around that negative energy that I know is just... Not good for it's you. It's not good for me. No. And that's why I'm always there. Like, like especially, like, nieces and nephews are just, like, little... Like, my younger cousins. If I know that person is around, mm -hmm. estoy echando ojo. Like, I'm fucking looking out for them. Yeah. Like, you'll see, yeah, you'll see me, like, having a conversation, but I'm always fucking watching just You're in case. You're on alert. Yes. And that's what I mean, like, what I said earlier about, like, being 32 and still carrying this shit. It's like, now I have to be in, like, this survival mindset. And so me and my mind were talking about, like, two different situations. So don't think that she's going along with, yeah. like, what I'm saying. Yeah, it's no. like, when we talk about families, most of the time it's going to be, like, she's talking about her mom's side of the family. I'm mm -hmm. talking about, like my mom's side of the family mm -hmm. um yeah it's just heavy shit it really is like, heavy yeah <clears throat> i think that's why it was hard to start in the beginning mm -hmm. it's kind of like when you let it out you're like oof mm -hmm. release but it needs to be said yeah it needs to be talked about talked about more 
No, yeah, and because families. there's still fucking consequences yes. years later that we are trying to make sense of while they just get to live their lives like como si nada. Yeah. Exactly, como si nada. Even though they purposely went about knowing how they were going to abuse the children that they have. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mentioned earlier that I did confront this motherfucker. I was a teenager. And he just acted like he didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. And when I say that things start early on, you know that they know what they're doing. Because I could say the excuse can be, pues ya sabes como es, he's an alcoholic. Yeah. Okay, sure, use that bullshit excuse. But he would know when I was you know, hanging out with his daughter mm-hmm. that I'd be laying there next to her. And al propósito, he'd go to my side of the bed so he could sneak up his hands on me and touch me. And it's like, what was I supposed to do as a kid? Mm-hmm. Tell my cousin, hey, like your dad's caressing me. Mm-hmm. Um like he set that shit up and at one point i did actually tell my cousin i don't know if i was a teenager or when and i mentioned to her and she just dismissed it and now that i think about it i honestly hope that he didn't do that bullshit to her as well Mm -hmm. i mean she's very like open and stuff to expressing herself Mm -hmm. especially her anger but you know there's it's just something that women, like, we're so conditioned to keep this to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I'm really at a point now where I don't want to keep any of that to myself. Um, because I I feel like I've done enough work to process what I need to and make peace with what I have to and just continue living my life knowing I don't have to be around those people. Mm-hmm. Así como tú dijiste, you know, like, you know not to be around them because it takes away from your well-being and same. And I know my kids do not need to be around that. Yeah. And they've known since they were little. I didn't have to explain much. I just told them, I don't want you to be around that man. And if you ever see him, you don't need to say hi to him. Mm-hmm. He's nobody. Because my tía still has the nerve to bring that piece of shit around here. Mm-hmm. I can't say anything. It's not really my home. I just live with my parents. Mm-hmm. And it's one thing, like, not that I can't say anything, you know, but it becomes so exhausting. It's kind of like you have to learn to choose your battles. And that's a battle that I'm just not willing to continue anymore. Mm-hmm. It's not worth it. People know the truth. They've made their decision on where they want to go about it. Mm-hmm. And I've made my decision. If that means isolating my kids and myself for our well-being, then fuck yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Do you think we covered everything we were going to say? Yeah. Do you want (laughs) to say anything else? No, it just... When family members have came forward and told me, Mm -hmm. like, what has happened because of another family member Mm -hmm. oh i don't even think i told you this i confronted some of the elders 
on oh, my about side him? about it. Like, why didn't you believe them, mm-hmm. Mike? I think you did. I, I did? Yeah. I, I did? I did what, tell you. What was the response? It was just like, oh, well, you know, that's, you know, this family member belongs to my sister. Oh, it belongs to my cousin or da 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 like someone they hold dear to them or something. And I'm just like. It's the discomfort. I'm just like. That they don't want to deal with. Yeah. And I'm just like. But that's. Sorry, I'm making hand gestures that no one yeah, can see. I but I can see it. Yeah. But it's just like. Why wouldn't you believe them? Yeah. Like it just. It makes no Like. A child comes up to you and tells you that this happens, or sorry, that, you know, something happened to them, and the first thing you do is deny. Or dismiss. Or dismiss. The child, and, and that's, yeah. And they get mad, like, oh, you know. ¿Y por qué no dijiste nada? ¿Y por qué no dijiste nada? And it's like, you've already given me these other fucking examples of why I can't fucking tell you anything. Because you're, you're just gonna yeah. dismiss me mm-hmm. and fucking tell me I'm fucking lying. And and it makes so much sense why some of my fucking family members are so like like they don't trust in anyone else. Mm-hmm. It's because of what the fuck they've went through. And I'm just like, oh my fucking god, like he said no los elders. Like, oh, pues, ¿por qué no me dijeron nada a mí? Yeah. And it's like, because you're the same person that fucking just dismissed everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So, if there's any takeaway from this, just let it be known that if y'all really want to advocate for children, because I think some of what you were saying made me think about our episode from adultism or from... To adulting, yeah, mm-hmm. from adultism to adulting, where we discuss adultism and how children are like the least to be advocated for or actually taken care of. Like they're easily dismissed by the elderly, the adults, even mm-hmm. not necessarily have to be the elderly. Um, like if there's a takeaway, is you really want to be there for the kids, then actually listen. Mm-hmm. And give them a safe space to be themselves. To come forward and, and confide in you. you. Yeah. What I want to say, too, is what ticks me the fuck off is if that elder has been through something similar or, like, you know, a, you know, has been a victim as well. Mm-hmm. By another family member, like a different one, mm-hmm. and then a, another victim comes forward, confides in you, you know what the fuck they went through, and you still fucking dismiss it. <clears throat> it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me. If you've gone through the same fucking thing, and someone else fucking... And it, oh, that, that's why to me it's like, I can't, I can't, and, it, and it's that word confide, you know, like, they feel comfortable enough to come to you, to, like, you know, 
to fucking tell you these things. Like, hey, this is what happened to me. Mm-hmm. Like, it's almost like, oh my god, I can't, I can't, I can't. It just disgusts me so much. Like, me estoy enojando. Yeah. Because it does take a lot for somebody to even speak up. Like, if they made that time and chose you to, as someone to listen to them, hear them out, because it already took a lot for them to even say that. I give the example of me being eight, experiencing abuse, and didn't speak up until I was 14 because it happened when I was a freshman in high school in my health class, and the teacher was talking something along the lines of abuse. I don't know what example he gave, but it towards the end of the class, and I went to him, and I asked him about it, and then he kind of caught on and was like, if this is happening in your household, like, you got to speak up about it. Something like that, he said to me. Yeah. And he's like, is this, and I kind of just froze, and he said, is this something that happened to someone that you know? Like, he was just kind of, like, asking mm-hmm. these questions mm-hmm. slowly. And I'm like, yeah. Like, I was having this realization as this was happening. And then he's like, did this happen to you? Mm-hmm. And I said, yes. This was the first time I admitted that, you know, to anybody. And mm-hmm. he said, like, I'm sorry, but I have to report this. Mm-hmm. Because he's a teacher. And I just fucking lost it. Like, I started crying. I know, like, all I kept thinking about was everybody else but me. I thought about my parents and how they were going to react. I thought about my brothers and how they were going to react. I thought about that piece of shit and what would have happened to him. And then I thought about my cousins. I thought about my tia. Everybody else except me finally fucking speaking up for something I was carrying for five years that completely changed me without me knowing that it had changed me and it all goes back to that fucking stupid ass saying que va a decir la gente yes Mm -hmm. which is also taught early the fuck on and so for me after that it was reported it's like some person therapist you know say uh spoke to me and told me that my parents would be notified that my abuser would be notified at his job if that's where he was at the time which mm-hmm. he was yeah see todo kind of quedó así eventually you know it spread around the family they were they all knew about it or heard about it or whatever and then my parents talked to me about it, which was the same. You nos dijiste sooner, and I'm so mad, and blah, blah, blah. And I dismiss that now, and I say it like that, like it's whatever, because it did become whatever, because they didn't do shit about it. Mm-hmm. Um, el tiempo pasó. I got um, like a notice on the mail that we could go to court, take it to court. And when I saw it, you know, I hadn't heard anything you know mm-hmm. time passed I hadn't heard anything and I see that note and I'm like hey mom like I just noticed this note on the mail which I never would get mail I was 14 yeah I'm like 
but it has to do with what I talked about. Like, are we going to continue this? And she's like, no lo puedes tirar. Like, you could just throw that paper away. Mm. And I was like, what? She's like, yeah, you could just get rid of it. And I'm like, but this is for us to go to court. Like, do something about this. Mm -hmm. She's like, no, just throw it away. And then I remember after that, I just, like, I couldn't fucking deal with my parents. Mm -hmm. And I've never been the type, you know, like, that became rebellious or whatever. My parents would never describe me in that way. But I do feel like I definitely isolated myself from them. And even now, like, I'm still the same. I don't associate myself with them. Even though I live with them, mm -hmm. I don't really associate myself with them as I guess maybe people would have uh, relationships with their parents. So, because I held on to that for a long time, just like my mom being dismissive of that after that for me the ways that I would I mean I try to get some understanding of it like I remember one time we went on a walk and I just started crying like telling her asking her why are we dismissing that no why don't you care enough to continue and you know I found it so hypocritical like how you said the whole um el que dirán yeah she is so proud in a way, to say that she's not the type of person to give a fuck about el que dirán. Mm -hmm. And that's something that she taught me también. You know, don't worry about people, especially because I became a teen mom. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about people, blah, 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 blah. But it's like, you're the same person who actually does give a fuck mm -hmm. about what people will say. Because if you didn't, you would have done something. You would when have you been had the opportunity, the thing, multiple yes. times that she had the opportunity to do something, and my dad as well, he'd be so proud, like es muy hombre, que he's gonna take care of, you know, he's gonna fuck up this guy and blah blah protect blah, protect you, protect según right, mm -hmm. and it's like no, you didn't do shit. You know where the fuck he lives, mm -hmm. and that's something that also in recent years I've brought up to him. Uh, when I've gotten mad and I'd just be like, don't give me that bullshit. And I've told them both, don't give me that bullshit. Mm -hmm. like, because of that, I've had to learn to be even more there for myself. And especially as a single mom, to make sure that I do everything for my kids. And now that my teenager is older and kind of understanding and he knows about what I experience. Mm -hmm. Tell me, you know, if ever you think that I'm overprotective or I'm doing too much or whatever this is why mm -hmm. like and I'm not gonna have any shame for it because I have to figure out what is gonna be best for you and your brother and I will make sure that y'all are protected mm -hmm. and taken care of not like how shit has been for me mm -hmm. and so I don't know I don't know if y'all understand that but I refuse to be one of those people that just allows for their kids to be abused and for them and to not even teach their kids how to advocate for themselves. Mm -hmm. Like y'all speak up. Yep. I'm going to breathe and eat now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah, just it just disgusts me that they don't they claim to be for femme like you know I th- I think I'm pretty sure I've stated this in many episodes that you know la familia dice no you know tienes que proteger tu familia y da 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 you know just fucking family over everything all this pride. All this pride, yeah. Yeah, but for what? If you don't protect that family from your own fucking family? Yeah, then you and shit. Yeah. That just doesn't make sense to me at all. You have all this pride. No, not you. But, you know, like, like, just speaking... And that's why I don't talk to some family members because they have this this pride. Oh, this is and that, and you know, if someone would harm my family, oh, like you said, oh, fuck them up, or this is and that, and it's just like, but you didn't. Many times you didn't. Mm-hmm. You didn't prove that. Todos hablan nomás yeah, por they're just talking out of their ass. Make their ego feel a little bit better. Yeah. For the day, but and especially in front of others, they yeah. want to be all about that. But it's like, honestly, I think this is why, like, for us having this podcast and us having the relationship that we have and knowing each other, this is why people, especially in our family, we cause discomfort because they know that we're not just going to be about pura blad. Like, we're actually going to make you uncomfortable. We're going to speak up on things and you know we don't have to be like oh me yeah. nah, bitch with our words we're already gonna make you cry probably mm-hmm. because that's how uncomfortable you are with certain conversations you know to some of the family members like that's how they are mm-hmm. that's why they avoid us it's like i don't know y'all want to be about it then do something about it like, actually do something. Yeah. Do the work. Yup. Reap what you sow, I guess? No. No, no, no. How do you say that? I don't know. Like, yeah, I guess be about it. <clears throat> oh, there you go. I'll, no. I'll bark no bite or some shit. Mm. Something like that? I don't know how to... How to say that. Yeah. So thank you for listening to us. We're going to wrap it up. This is probably like a long episode, a longer episode, longest episode. I don't think so. I think the longest we'll was 58 one. or something. I'm going to talk now for three minutes straight to say, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, we appreciate everybody that listens to us, especially our longer episodes, mm-hmm. because it is a lot that we talk about that we go over and sometimes we don't know we're even going to talk about it it just comes out we're releasing mm-hmm. expressing ourselves sometimes it's not as easy to talk about certain things but we try um because for us this is a safe space for us having a podcast and even being around each other mm-hmm. it's about creating a safe space for each other so we could listen to one another and, and make, make changes. Yes. And have a safe space for 
whoever's listening to to have these conversations because the reality is you know it como se dice it sometimes there isn't a safe space to talk about it mm-hmm. with family members especially yeah. because all they do is dismiss dismiss and deny mm-hmm. so yeah so yeah. even if you're not having those conversations and if you're you know there's ways of expressing you know if you got a journal about it if you just release it find a way to release it don't carry that on there's no need to carry all of this for such a long time mm-hmm. um and i'm sorry if anybody has ever experienced what we've discussed mm-hmm. any type of abuse because you didn't deserve that especially as a kid teenager as an adult nobody deserves to be abused period Mm -hmm. so know that you're not alone in this and if you want someone to talk to you we always say you could just dm us us. yeah Yeah. on instagram Mm -hmm. so follow us on instagram at las malandrinas podcast we have our tiktok as well Mm -hmm. uh we appreciate you cuidense and want to add anything just speak up speak up if you no not if you need to speak up because that person needs to be held responsible it just uh, it's disgusting that they get to live normal lives yeah and they leave the victims with fucking trauma. Mm-hmm. So yes, if something similar has happened to you or anything to anyone listening, please speak out. And it should not matter what the fuck your family says. Because in the end, it's for your well-being and not theirs. Mm-hmm. Don't give a... Like, you should not give a fuck of their comfort because at the end of the day it, it is it's how se dice eso? like like ah oh, god damn it how do you say that god damn it what is it like it's para ti like it's for you not for them <clears throat> yeah prioritize you yeah there you go that's what I was gonna say prioritize yourself Fuck whatever the, your family has to say. Don't give a fuck what anyone, not not even if it's just family, just people around you too. You shouldn't care what they have to say. Yeah, yeah but even though we do say speak up, I understand. It takes time. Yes. There you go. Yes. It's not that easy mm-hmm. to, I mean, I like I said, it took me five years. Mm-hmm. So... Just, if anything, love on yourself and be gentle with yourself and know that you're not the only one experiencing um, abuse. So, and I say abuse, but honestly, like, I mean, like, child molestation. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like saying abuse is kind of the umbrella of that. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. Just thank you Just for being with us. Just any abuse, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
really do. Yes. But yeah, if take as much time as you need to come out with your truth. And process and yes. Yeah. Okay. And and scene.